What unconscious marriage expectations are you bringing to your relationship? Although there is nothing wrong with having expectations in a relationship, having unconscious and unrealistic expectations can put stress on and damage any relationship. In this raw and unedited conversations, we explore our own expectations and how that created both challenges and growth opportunities for us as a couple. Get ready to listen in. Welcome to Founders Connect Podcast. We help lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Did you know that approximately 45% of marriages end up in divorce and 65% of all startups fail due to founder conflicts? Well, we're here to change that. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest and practical tips to help you with business, relationships, and sustainable living. Now, let the fun begin! Hi, I'm Cindy Pham. And I'm Anthony Chansomuth. And we're from Founders Connect. This week's fan shout-out goes to Marilyn from Singapore. This is what they have to say. This podcast is done in a fun, relaxed tone. Perfect for such a topic like money, finance and profit. You don't know what you don't know. And that helps shift my mindset when it comes to dealing with revenue coming in from my business. They are using real situations they've experienced to help us. Very authentic, proven solutions. If you and your partner want to learn what it means to have a profit and how to use it, and yet to be able to save part of it for long, this podcast is for you. Subscribe it now. Thank you, Marilyn, for that. And she has given us a five-star. Okay, we're talking about traditional expectation of a dynamic between a husband and wife. Or male and female. Or male and female. But definitely in our context with marriage. Yeah. And we had an interview with a guest before. He's also married. They have kids. We don't. But she is the, the, bread, maker. the, the bread maker, right? And husband is the caretaker. the caretaker, takes care of the kids. He got hired by her. So she became his boss which is an interesting dynamic. And what we were talking about is that could be causing potential issues, potential. especially if either of them have a traditional mindset in terms of what is their role in the relationship, yeah. right? And we're now talking about our relationship and how you said when you, what did you say? You said when you got married to me, let's talk about before you got married to me, before when we so started dating. basically when... Uh, what was your role before I was in the picture? Like how were you living your life? So I was living the life that I wanted to do, the life of a leader, the life of a provider, the life of uh, somebody that people would depend on, right? And if I'm happy or if I worry something, they know that there's bigger ways coming or something like that. So let's, before you go there, so you were working, you had a job and you were, like when you were growing up, you're the eldest of your siblings. Yes. So you were providing for them. Yeah, I was looking after them from whatever I need to, from food to, you know, comfort, protection, whatever. Yeah. So basically almost like a parenting role. While my parents were basically being the provider of financials. Yeah. They really weren't providers of emotional that I feel anyway. Okay. So So I was the rest of it. Yeah. So you had that, yeah, so you were, like you said, the leader. Yeah. And then what happened after you got married? There's something interesting happened there. Yeah, because I just realized it. 
now just thinking about for some reason it just popped in um that when I married you, I suddenly just unconsciously fell back to the role of a married traditional married person that the wife. Yeah, married wife that supports the husband, make his him Food. more successful and mm. provide you know, household stuff, do household chores, cook and all that stuff, you know, the mm. really traditional housewife. Yeah. And then I realized that I wasn't happy, but I couldn't pinpoint it to today, yeah. actually. Couldn't pinpoint it to today why I wasn't, like, fully happy, you know. I married the love of my life. I'm not doing much now. Why aren't I, you know, happy, you know? I'm just doing the normal thing that a wife should do, something like that. So, yeah, and it just hit me that, hey, my life wasn't like this before. And I was independent. I didn't need a dude, you know. And somehow when I got married, I was more dependent on you. Like, your opinion matters more than my opinions. And, you know, so it's just like, what has happened? And was my thoughts or thinking actually reversed? Or And then I remembered about the inner matrix where it's not you, it's your ancestors, your mm. parents, and everybody else. It's also your culture. Yeah, culture. That, that has played it on you when you were a kid and growing up. And so, yeah, that was interesting for me. And I thought that's probably why a lot of marriages are hard for, you know, the change in the stereotypes of a role of a wife and a role of a husband. Yeah. Even though, yeah, you don't want to change, but there's still something you have to work through first. So how about you, Doug? A couple of thoughts and reflections. Like we talked about in a previous episode or conversation, we talk about expectations and you know, we've been listening to other people's podcasts, like the School of Greatness, and Lewis has been interviewing relationship experts and divorce lawyers and things like this. Yeah. And it's always interesting to me when they talk about expectations and how just before people get married, they don't really talk about what they expect in terms of each other's roles. And we didn't really have that conversation. It's like, well, what do you expect as the husband? What's your role or roles? And as the wife, what do you expect to happen? Mm. Because we, like I said, this thought didn't really occur until now, like almost two years into the marriage. And that's really fascinating because we just played out these roles and that from my inner matrix too, like that's just my dad was always the one who made the money. Mom had a job. That's why I was pushing you. It was like, why are you not working? That's funny. My mom was the bed maker, but my dad wasn't. Right. So that's, (laughs) you you see? Yeah. Interesting. You are listening to the Founders Connect podcast helping lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Now back to the show. So we just naturally took on these unconscious roles that have been played out in our families. But for me, I was attracted to the woman that was the independent one Mm -hmm. that was out there leading her family, making money, whatever it was. There's nothing sexier to me than that someone who's doing that, you know, in that capacity, not to say that, I just wanted to lay back and not work and and just like have you make all the money, right? Then it's just kind of like, oh, what happened? Because I could see you becoming upset or you're like, oh, I want to do something and I don't know what that is. And only like yesterday when we're sitting, yeah, we went to this niece 
meeting info. info session. And anyone listening who doesn't know what NISE is, it's the new enterprise investment scheme. It's a government program that essentially trains entrepreneurs, small business owners to build great businesses. Mm. Not always successful and probably a lot of them fail, but the training is the, the training is valuable. Yeah, exactly right. And if you submit a great proposal, then you get funding for 12 months from the government, which is really a good help for a lot of businesses. But to, to hear you have that conversation with the mentor afterwards and like him giving you feedback and you listening to that feedback and stuff like that was really valuable. And I actually felt there was a moment there where we had that this conversation was kind of like, oh, because I'm already working four days a week, realistically, I probably won't be able to do the program, right? Because they require us to be there three days a week mm-hmm. for six weeks or whatever, or whatever like yeah. three months. You um, the criteria. Yeah. So and I actually felt that was kind of like the doorway opening for you to jump in there and go, okay, I'm going to be the sole business owner here. This is my project. I'm going to do whatever. And me as the husband... I can fully support you with my experience and my marketing skill and all this stuff, but it's your baby. You get to work on it and it's a chance for you to step into that leadership person again. Like this is me. This is my thing and I'll do it my way. And I have to learn. I have been learning to step back and be like, okay, let Cindy do it her way, you know, and you're going to make mistakes. Like I've been making mistakes in my business. This is just normal. But you get the support of the mentor, you get support of the group, and you get support of his me. So, yeah. and, and I think that's huge. Like, I think that's because I felt when I went through the NIS program the first time, probably the only time now, that was very valuable for me to be surrounded by that people. And the mentor was great. That's where I met, you know, our great friend Tam. But it's more around just, yeah, we each need to do that. Right. And then still obviously focus on developing our relationship and then look at the bigger picture. Each of us have our projects, but how do they unite? Mm. And that's where I feel Founders Connect sort of sits, is a bridge between the two. two, You know what I mean? And that's where it's like it supports our combined mission and our combined dream, you know, of helping other couples like us, Mm -hmm. building our community and, you know, sustainable sustainable community, sustainability, living that way. And we're already doing that. I'm so... Like since we came back to Australia and definitely since we moved to the Gold Coast, like I can, and when we were living in Montreal, like I could see sort of the seeds being planted. Like you were doing your urban gardening stuff yeah. and we're eating more healthier and I'm riding my bike. And now it's like, I can see that evolve even further here, like in the Gold Coast. Mm. And it's like, we definitely progress as a couple and in our relationship and also in our goals and dreams, you know, and now we're talking like van life, hashtag van life. <laughs> and what does that look like? Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited by that. Like, I think that's definitely a cool journey for us to go on. And that's going to present, again, a lot of great moments and a lot of challenges as well. But yeah, minimalist. This is how we're growing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I become more minimal when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I still have a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I felt that was really, you were really starting, like, to go into that world because of the incident you had, yeah. the event you had in your life with losing things you know, with the fire and whatever. Yeah. I said this to you before, like when we were started dating, I was like, there's a reason why that happened. Mm. You know, and then you met me because I had already gone through a year of my minimalism journey before when we met. It was mm. kind of like I had already been there. Mm. I had been through just a lot of stuff. But that was my preparation to meet you. Yeah, I reckon. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to handle me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The dragon. Exactly. Double yeah, dragon, baby. Yeah. So, um, it's really cool how we can just look back and go, okay, well, that's what happened, you know, and 
even now we can say what is happening and what our future goals are and you know, it's good that we're growing in the same direction. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yes. Yeah. For a couple to grow, you need to grow in the same direction. That's the most important. Yep. Because if you grow differently in different direction, you can grow differently and independently, that's fine, because yeah. we are two individuals. Yeah, but that's if, if the direction, direction. Is, is not if you're not facing the right, same direction, that becomes a huge problem. Mm. Yeah. So I'm very grateful that uh, we are looking the same way. Yes. And we have the same yeah values of freedom, sustainability, love, and impact. Oh yeah. In our next episode, we're talking about the power of relationship funnels with the queen of social media, Rachel Peterson. Thanks for tuning in. And remember to live passionately, purposefully, and confidently. Till next time, ciao!